Welcome back to Degenerates Not Your Mom's Podcast. This is Legina and welcome to episode 69. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Also, like, okay, I said this before, but I still to this day believe that 69 is a fucking shit position. I swear to God, guys, it's never, ever been flattering. I mean, I... I guess I just don't think it's practical. Like, it's kind of like, you're awkward. And I feel like a lot of things have to match up well, like your height or body length or just a lot of things. And also, like, maybe this is, like, too graphic, but, like, even some types of dicks... I think it's hard to 69. (laughs) And I don't know. It's overall also very awkward. Like, you're not going to 69. You can only 69 someone you know well. Or maybe I'm just like, I can only do it when I'm comfortable with someone because I just feel weird and insecure in my whole, like, body shape or position. It's like, it's just not comfortable. I will gladly suck your dick in a normal way, you know? I don't have to be 69ing. Um, any other position, I will take. Yeah, I'm s- and also, it's like, it's not even penetration, you know? I, why is it even a position? That It's just foreplay at the end of the day. No one's coming from that. I mean, maybe you can, but like, why? Why would you do that? Yeah, so welcome to this episode. Uh, had to open with a 69 conversation, you know, you know I had to do it. Uh, everyone, grab your drinks, grab your cocktails, grab your coffees, grab your waters, whatever it is. I am having coffee today because uh, I have a really long day ahead of me. Actually, a long whole weekend ahead of me. And yeah. So cheers, guys. Cheers. Welcome back. And thank you for listening. Um, yeah. So, hey, anyone who loves... See, also, I don't think I've actually met anyone that's been like, I fucking love 69. Except for, in my opinion, people that haven't had a lot of sex and then they the few positions they know. Because, like, look, you really don't know the names of positions that well. Like, who... Who sits there and defines the name? Like, we know the basics, right? Like, doggy style, missionary. I, I literally just found out today that morning side is the name of the position when you have sex on your side, which makes a lot of sense. Like, morning side, right? But look, like, you don't know the names of positions, but like, the names that we know that have been depicted on TV or movies or whatever a lot is 69 for some reason. And I guess it's funny because there's, the the number for that and like it's just a jokey thing that became popular i don't think anyone really likes it if anyone really has a different opinion please please let me know please dm me about it yeah uh by the way speaking of 69 what happened to that rapper kid with the colorful hair (laughs) 69 I remember watching a documentary about him during the pandemic, and then I remember being very worried for him because he was just acting like he was part of a gang. He w- I feel like he would get, I felt like he would get killed because of how he was acting on camera. 
and it was like just a whole lot of provoking everyone on the internet. He was doing things to provoke the gangs. He was doing things to provoke kids or like people that want to be rich. He's wanted to. Anyways, uh, I was just wondering if anyone knows. Let me know. Um, totally forgot about him until now. <laughs> Uh, I hope he doesn't die. Uh, the kid was talented, though. He was pretty. He was a smart kid. That's what I got from the documentary. I don't even remember where where it was on. Maybe Hulu or something. Uh, in totally different news, I so this is like kind of personal, I guess. I mean, it's not really personal, but I've been feeling a sort of way because of this. There's like a lot of mixed emotions going on here. Um, I don't want to go into too much detail. But I always say this and then I go like straight into a lot of detail. Um, so apparently there's this uh, YouTuber that is very popular in the Latin community and um, he recently went to Korea and like I always say this, I haven't been there in almost 10 years so I can't really say about what's going on in Korea that much. What I do know is my experience and also how the culture is and how Koreans tend to be and it's it's really difficult to explain to anybody unless you've actually lived there and you can't really say it's right or wrong either because it's very different from America you know America is a whole melting pot America is a fucking country built from foreigners it was built on different cultures and different ethnicities especially say new york you're you're never gonna see just one race and compared to that asian countries especially are so so different i really can't say about any other countries um but in the case of asian countries uh it sometimes you can live your whole life without seeing one for another. I know it's very different now that, you know, even for Korea has been more popular because of K-pop, because of the food. I bet a lot more people are tourists. Like, I think the majority of tourists used to be Chinese and Japanese and other Eastern Asian or other Asian countries when I was there. I bet now it's very different and which, which also that leads to a lot of controversy because of the fact that Korea is a one race, one only one group of people exist in Korea. So everything is catered, uh, everything in the culture or in society is catered to that specific group of people, which are Koreans, you know? And sure, as we become a more like globalized um, economy and society, we realize the things that are different from America that are, which is like one of the reasons that I wanted to move here, you know, because of ageism in Korea. And it's good and bad. It's the good part is that you respect your elders, which is needed. Not all elders. I will say there are some people that use the fact that they are older and, you know, whatever. Um, what I'm trying to say is, for example, in Korea, like, I, sometimes I, I, while I'm working here, I see younger kids disrespect our elders. And for example, I work in restaurants, right? In the restaurant industry. We have, and we're all mixed up. We're, there are people from 
in their 20s, 19, 18, to their 40s, 50s, 60s even. And sometimes it just breaks my heart when younger kids disrespect um, the older people that work. And uh, the Korean in me, I'm just like, well, I would never say something like that or disrespect this person like that. It doesn't matter. It's rude. And like, would you speak like that to your grandma or grandpa or father or mother you wouldn't and yet america is a place where age doesn't really matter and in in a way that's a good thing you know in a way i can make friends that are 10 years older 10 years younger than me and you know we meet a lot of people so that's the thing is like there is there are pros and cons of this and it's just different it's just different cultures different countries we've grown like that for centuries and so sorry i just went on and on without explaining what really happened so this youtuber um went to korea and he makes very very detailed videos of like all sorts of parts from movie theaters to the food to like the burger kings there i've seen quite a few and then i guess there was an issue because he wanted to go clubbing in korea to like a nightclub and as much as Koreans party crazily, drink a lot, how we party is very, very different. When you're a certain age and above, you really don't go out to clubs. Clubs, nightclubs, these places are considered young people places. And the areas are also very, very divided because there are a lot of big downtown areas near college near colleges so there it's it's just weird and creepy if older people are hanging out around there when you clearly know it's an area for 20 19 year olds 21 year olds and like i said age is such an important thing in korea like you will never see oh maybe you might but i at least when i was there there was not i did not go to college with someone probably older than five to seven years is probably the oldest i'll say i can like it's not like you can become a grandma or grandpa and then be like you know what i'm gonna go back to college sure maybe there's like one or two cases like that and that's why they get their documentaries or tv shows so it's that it's like that much not common to do so korea is where you live in a society based on your age different you do different things your activities are different how you party is different and it's I don't know, it it can seem weird to people, but if you don't do your research and go without a Korean, without speaking any Korean for that matter, it will be difficult and people might be rude to you. And But that's anywhere in the world, I will say. And I guess it's it was a big issue that he didn't he wasn't allowed in the clubs because he was over 30. And now, like, half the Latin community is like, oh, I hate Korea. I don't want to go to Korea. And this is why media is fucking dangerous. You are basing your opinion about one whole country and all the people in that whole country from this one person that was not, in my opinion, that was not professional enough. I I get it. It was his experience in that country. Leave it at that. But he is a very influential person. And then it got me. It got me because, oh, if it was that and that was it, it's fine. 
uh, so many of my friends, uh, Spanish speaking friends came to me to complain to me about why is Korea like that. And I ended up like trying when even I don't even want to, um, defend Korea that much because those are the reasons that I left Korea. Those are the reasons that I wanted to live a little more freely and openly in America. And it's funny, though, because if it comes from me that has actually experienced that, I still understand the traditions. I still understand the culture and I see the good parts of it. And then I move here and people are just attacking me about this. I was I was getting like personally upset and I still am. I kind of want someone to explain this to the whole Latin community. I feel like there is not one person explaining this. And it, it's kind of like reverse racism in a way because I would never judge a whole country off of one experience with a person. Um, yeah. So anyways, that's that. Uh, that was actually a bit of a struggle. I wasn't planning on talking about this, by the way. <laughs> but uh, it came out. It was on my mind. So, yeah. I did want to talk about one thing, though. Oh, my God. It is like... I I always say I'm gonna stop talking about fucking TV shows. But this is, like, the best goddamn show that I have seen in a while. And And the crazy thing is it's not even popular like no one talks about it no one i knows watches this except for me and my boyfriend and it's so damn good i swear to god guys it's called evil it's on paramount and sadly i have almost all the streaming <laughs> services which i will get into why i have that and what i think of them um but anyways this show evil is so great trust me on this and give it a watch so this show is i think it's um season three is out right now i'm waiting for the season three finale oh god and it's just so good okay so this show is about three people hired by the roman catholic church and their job is to assess demonic possessions so they're supposed to find out if this is a actual demonic possession whether it's a house or a person or an object or whatever it is um if it is actually evil or not and the fun part is it's not just like three people from the church so this team of assessors is number one a very skeptical psychologist mother of four girls was it four or three four four girls um She's like this tough, she used to climb mountains in Nepal, and now she's a psychologist, and she just hates the church. She doesn't agree with religion, she doesn't like it, she doesn't want her kids to go to church, you know, that's that's one person. The second is a priest. And then the third, by the way, the priest is the actor that played Luke Cage, whoo, and then... And then, oh, also, there's, like, all this drama between all these characters, too. Anyways, and then the third person is an IT guy, which, best character ever. Like, I love him. He's so funny. He's, like, one of those skeptical, very smart science IT nerds. And he just, like, debunks everything. He tries to debunk everything with his technology. And anyways, these three 
are like get together and they and the fun part is so they have cases every episode right so it's kind of like a criminal minds episode where like every episode there's a new case that we can watch but also the story is much more connected than crime shows like that the characters have a lot of trauma between them and also there is one bad guy which which is so funny because he's like so scary but he's not a scary he looks like a fucking nerd with his glasses and a shirt but he is like the definition of evil and he is trying to infiltrate into this psychologist lady's life and ruin her life practically and then there's like a bigger scheme to all of this where there are these people satanist i guess in a way or these people that are doing evil in the world and they show it's just so interesting guys it's even it's so hard to even explain because yeah the big scheme is this like the assessors go to assess weird happenings and then they like debunk it or not or they're like scared that this really might be evil but then it gets bigger and the roman catholic church gets involved and the Pope gets involved and and then their personal lives, you show their personal lives and perf- personal struggles and they just did a fucking great job. Also, at the same time, there's like demons and you feel like it would be silly because, but it's also scary, but it's kind of silly, but really scary. <laughs> so, you know, I don't even know how more to explain it. I really like everyone just like, even if you doubt me, if like just go watch the first episode and you know what like the proof that this is such a good series is that like i hate almost every character like i like with the passion i'm just like i fucking i want to kill this person like i hate her i hate him like what the fuck is wrong with them but then overall the whole show is like so good so i don't know if that makes any sense but yeah that's how i feel about that Anyways, it's it's really good. Please watch it. Um, please talk to me about it because I have no one else to talk to about. No one has watched this. None of my friends has watched this or even knows about it. So yeah, it's just like me and my boyfriend talking about it all the time. It's like so good every time an episode ends. And we're like, what the hell? And they always leave these crazy cliffhangers. And it's so... Even the cinematography is so good. The opening... Um, they have this like crazy little segment every episode where they have a pop-up book of little terrors and they make like a digital pop-up book of what they're going to talk about in the episode. And sometimes they put it at the end of the episode, whatever it's. And I'm just like, every time I see it, I'm just like, they better fucking make a physical copy of that, that scary pop-up book because like I want it and I bet they will, but I, they have to be more popular. So everyone go watch it. Thank you. Sorry. That was like literally my TED talk about evil. <laughs> Thank you. Um, back to streaming services. Like, okay, it's so crazy. There are so many streaming services. I don't know. At this point also, it's like, is having cable better? Because granted, I don't pay for a lot of the, I think, okay, let me look. I think I pay for maybe one and a half of everything because okay hbo i have it because of someone i pay for netflix that's the only thing i really pay for i pay for hulu and peacock but also i have like a i think a 20 dollar discount every month on streaming services 
from my Amex card. So technically, I pay about $5 for two of those for Hulu and Peacock because it goes a little over the $20 limit. So then I pay like that, like $4.99 or $3.99 or whatever, whatever is left over. Disney Plus, my brother has it. So I have it. Amazon Prime. I don't know why I have it. Oh, I think my boyfriend pays for Amazon Prime. So he has it. Um, what else is there? Paramount. I think my boyfriend pays for that. Apple TV, I have it because I have that weird Apple One or whatever that links all the iTunes and everything. I'm sorry, I pay for everything. But, okay, opinions. What is the best streaming service out there? What do you guys, what does everyone watch? Uh, like, okay, Disney Plus, when it first came out, I was ecstatic. Like, yes, I can watch all my Marvel movies all the time. I did a little bit in the beginning and then now it's like I just can't even keep up with the amount of fucking superheroes there are. I haven't watched half of the stuff on there, I think. Like in the beginning, everything like WandaVision came out. Yes, WandaVision, Loki, yeah, Loki. Now I'm just like, I can't watch all of this anymore. It's a lot. I I think I got up to um Captain Captain America and Bucky and then Oh, and then I watched Hawkeye. Which is which is crazy though. Like every single series is amazing and great so it's just like i'm probably missing out and it's yeah disney plus is like can't keep up with the superheroes and star wars what what's up with this ten thousand star wars series now okay i didn't even watch the one with baby yoda i'm sorry i'm sorry to the fans out there um yeah so that's Disney Plus. Hulu has been great. Hulu was like going downhill for a little bit. And now it's just like the documentaries are great. Like all murders in the building. They have a lot of shit that's really good. And and by the way, okay, Netflix has gotten rid of the two staples. That is like my go-to. I turn it on while I do things. Which was The Office and Criminal Minds. And they're both gone. So... That's why I have Peacock, right? Because of The Office and probably like The Housewives, but also Hulu has Housewives. Literally, Peacock I have because of The Office. Um, Hulu, now I watch Criminal Minds, too. They have a lot of good documentaries also, but there's like a lot of... Also, they've made a lot of shows based on true stories, like the, the WeWork one and whatever. There was a lot of things. Uh, Paramount Plus, I think is great. I think they have a lot of things. Totally forget, but right now for me, evil is like the one and only thing I'm like obsessed, obsessed with. So yeah, that's that. Amazon Prime. I know there's a lot of good things on Amazon Prime. Like they have the boys and Miss Maisel. I still have to watch all of these things. Netflix. I, I don't know what happened. They have weird game shows now. It's, uh, I do respect Netflix has a lot of K dramas. I think it is more international these days, which I'm all for. It's like, yay, keep it up. But I don't watch those. So <laughs> I don't watch those. Uh, they have like weird, is it cake? Um, and then like the great British baking show. I don't know what all that shit is. But then once in a while, they come up with this like crazy toxic man documentary that gets everyone riled up. And oh, I just watched the one, um, the most hated man on the internet. Oh God, that was fucking, that was a ride. Guys, if anyone's more interested in watching toxic men and ugh, incels, uh, give it a watch. It's very triggering too. Also, it, he, this guy did remind me of, 
one of my favorite favorite brand um assholes of forever and it's funny because as much as i love assholes of forever and kirill the guy that's behind that brand and he's also a party promoter photographer etc very similar to hunter moore which is the guy main guy in that series on netflix is so different (laughs) so so different I feel like their ideas of business came from a similar spot, but Hunter Moore started exploiting people while Kirill, as much as he promotes like assholes live forever, like let's all, it's more, it's like degenerates. It's kind of like us where it's like, speak your mind, do what you love, don't care about other people. It's not about like, I'm trying to hurt individuals and exploit them and put their naked pictures on the internet which is insane um yeah that's that yeah i don't know why how we got here i was talking about all the different streaming services well yeah that's what i think about the streaming services i guess like uh i have a lot uh i never have time to really really watch i have maybe one show on each streaming service that i try to keep up with when um the series is or the episodes are coming out and it's still kind of overwhelming. So, and then it's like, also, if I don't have all of these, I feel like I'm missing out because people are like, did you watch this? So good. I'm like, yeah, I don't have that streaming service. <laughs> and then I feel weird and sad. Uh, do you think that all these streaming services are going to talk to each other eventually and be like, you know what? This is dumb. Let's like make a $300 bundle that's all you can it's like cable again and we'll just like go back to cable but just like more options cable with more options and we're just gonna have to pay like 300 dollars a month for everything well one last thing before um we end this a new fear unlocked i watched a tiktok you know those like irrational fears that you have that like might never happen to you but i'm like so scared of that was like one of them was allergies i talked about this a couple episodes ago new fear my new fear is worms living inside my leg so i saw a tiktok where this girl went on vacation and came back and she saw these like squiggly things inside the skin of her leg like squiggling And then her sister was like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Like, how are you not, like, I would rip my own skin out just to, like, take it out. And I would definitely do that, too. If I saw something squiggling under my skin, I would just, like, rip it out and then probably get an infection. But this girl left it like that for weeks. And she was like, oh, my God, it was in my thigh. And now it's, like, near my ankle. I I can't. If someone near me even had that i would force i would literally force them i will hold a knife to their throat and be like go to the doctors go i can't watch your leg with a worm inside of it and and there was the worms and they took it out which is crazy how are these worms living in your leg like how that is weird that's it's just freaking me out just thinking about it so I'm going to end, end this episode with me freaking out. Um, thank you for listening, guys. This was Degenerates Not Your Mom's podcast. And it was episode 69. I wanted to say that again. Thank you for listening. 
guys get laid get drunk get high stay real guys thanks for listening see you next week bye